1: Pregnant ladies
2: <laughs> and little kids Better get the hell out of <laughs> the way Because I am running <laughs> I'm just, I'm like Forrest Gump, dude I am running So, the Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean But that didn't mean it was unsinkable <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I want you to use the ombudsman In a sentence next week I got one
0: for you My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman To the Desperate podcast You like apples? Welcome back into another edition of the Just Press Play podcast. We are a man down tonight. LJ is busy. I don't think it has anything to do with the Broncos offense looking inept, but we'll get to that later. We do have Uncle Tony and Pops here with me. I'm Kevin. What's going on, guys? What's
2: hey. up? What's up? What's up?
0: Um, you know, looking at the schedule before just like, I was looking at the lines from, of week two, and you're kind of like, well, there's a lot of kind of heavy favorites. This is prop- This has a chance to be kind of a boring Sunday. Nope, we had a pretty a wild, eventful Sunday. We had—I um, don't know if you guys know this—last year, at all of the regular season, I don't believe there was one single comeback of over twenty points. Mm. On Sunday, we had two two separate ones happened, and um, I found a I found a fun fi- uh, fun little stat just to get us all kicked off here. Going back to two thousand and one, since two thousand and one, only three teams have ever won after, trail, won after trailing by more than 10 points with under three minutes left when they got the ball. That's what the uh, Jets did to the Browns this past week. In that stat of since 2001, only three teams have won after trailing by 10 points with under three left. All three were playing the Cleveland Browns.
2: <laughs> Golly, the
0: Browns just find a way to brown. And
2: man. Well, the Browns get in the record book, don't they? Look at that. They, well, you know, they found a way into the record books. Unfortunately, I don't
0: think that's how they hoped to get in there, but yeah, they found their way in. Mm. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of a lot of great stuff. I guess um, I think we're just going to kind of bounce around from week two and just kind of reaction maybe some games and, and, and then move into – we'll look at. Uh, I do we're, – we're not going to give out our picks yet. We have LJ's picks, then we have Prestige Worldwide's picks. But just looking back at last week's, how, how did – how did, did we do okay? Did we do bad? How, how do we look?
2: Tony, you got those in front of you.
0: Yeah, I do. So So what we do, just for if you missed last week, what we do is we give our favorite, favorite, our favorite underdog. So we're betting those with the points. And then each one of us gave a money line dog that we thought would win outright. If you miss that one, it doesn't count against you Uh for our end of the season ratings. But if you get it right, you get a bonus point. So it's kind of like a free play for us. So, Tony, what, what do you got? Okay. Do you, how
3: do we do? So, I'm just going to go down the, the favorites, see how folks did. Well, th- there were a couple of folks that took the Rams who did not cover. Yeah. So, LJ had the Rams. They almost
0: pulled a, They almost pulled an Atlanta Falcons where they were up 28-3 to at one point, And all of a sudden, I was like, is Mariota going to come back and win this game? <laughs> like, what is happening? Yeah. I kind of tuned out of that game for a little while. Yeah.
3: Um, someone took the 49ers minus nine and a half. Oh. I think that uh, that was a good bet. That was I think a win. I right? yeah. be, I believe that would be the ombudsman. Yep. Uh Buffalo. Uh yeah, that was a good bet. Uh Uncle Tony took that. Pres- they covered slightly. Slightly covered. And uh <laughs> it's kinda like uh, smothered covered and chopped and stuff. It was slightly covered and Prestige Worldwide uh took the Ravens, which for about Looked 30, like it was covered For about yeah, for about 48 minutes was an awesome bet, and then it wasn't. So. At the
0: end of the third quarter, that one seemed like that was you, you cashed
3: that already. Oh, yeah. You were, were in, you were standing in line at the bookie. Uh, but that's a, that was a miss. So we have uh, uh, Kev and Tony had that. So at the underdog uh, taking the points. Uh, LJ uh, took Seattle, which that's not good. Um, uh, <laughs> Kev took Atlanta, which as it turns out, was good. Was good. And yeah. Lyft took Jacksonville, which turned out to be quite good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, I sure took that Tony, as my money line. <laughs> yeah. Tony uh, took Pittsburgh, which, which was a push. No, I can't lie to the listeners. If somebody's out there checking, I I, I messed up and and reversed it. I took Minnesota as my underdog. <laughs> so uh, that's an X. Uh, and I, I'm sending a note to Kirk Cousins personally on that and um and then uh prestige worldwide took new orleans which turned out to be a nay uh so again kevin 2 for 2 there uh lift 1 and 1 uh uncle tony 1 and 1 prestige worldwide oh and 2 and lj 0 oh and 2 so that's where we stand there on the uh, faves and underdogs and then for your bonus round lj took minnesota in the money line no Kev took Miami Miami in the money line, who is a big old fat winner. Uh, (laughs) Liv took the Minnesota money line. Nope. Uh, Tony took the Pittsburgh money line, meant to get him as an underdog, so we would have pushed. Nope. And Prestige Worldwide took Seattle once again. Nope. So, only guy with bonus points is the Ombudsman, 3-0. But what that tells me is a bounce back for the other three. That's clearly <laughs> what's back for the other four. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um,
0: I guess let's go ahead and start right there with the one where it looked like Prestige Worldwide had a W, and it looked like my money line dog was a loss. the, the, the I had – you know, it was a, it was a roller coaster for emotions watching him. As you know, I've been a Tua fan, Tua non. We're here, and I was going and, – and I think I said last week on the pod – I'm just not a hundred percent sure if two is that guy. He's good, but I don't know if he's that guy. He's just maybe a guy. And through three quarters, I was like, Yep, uh checks out. That's who he is. He's just he's not awful, but he's not good. Well then the fourth quarter happened, and for a second I thought the red zone channel was break, broken because <laughs> Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill just kept streaking down the field wide ass open <laughs> and just scoring touchdowns left and right. And a couple of the throws. I'll point out. Uh, I was watching with Pops over at his house, and um, Tyreek Hill or, and Jalen Wanta got underthrown a couple of times, but they were so booty butt naked open that it didn't matter. They still were white. They still scored a touchdown. Booty butt naked open. Wow,
2: I've never. Heard yeah, of that. well, they were that's just, pretty open, Tony. <laughs> that's that's
0: open. That's, that's <laughs> open. That's open like a Waffle House twenty four seven. And uh, I. Uh, it's funny, coming from that game, I know all the talk good, the stat line is great. Tua score, if you had, especially if you had him in fantasy or something. If you just look at stat lines, you go, okay, so Tua is maybe an, a dark horse MVP guy. He was, to me, Tony, he was the second best quarterback in that ball game. Lamar Jackson played amazing. Yeah. And Tua was good, don't get me wrong, and they capitalized. That was a lot more of Baltimore mistakes in the fourth quarter than it was Tua. I, I mean, that offense is going to be exciting. But I don't know if I'm just going all of a sudden the, the Dolphins are like
3: contenders yet. What, what, how, how do you wrap your head around that wild finish? In my- you know, that was crazy. And I kept looking away from it, watching everything else uh, in my direct ticket. And I kept when Lamar's, Lamar's run was just phenomenal. I, that was just crazy. And um, they think, okay, great, good. I, I got that wrapped up. ching. Move on to the next, and next thing you know, you see this pass, and you see Gusecki in the middle of the in the middle of the uh, the end zone. It's like, oh well, good, you know, they're just letting kind of march down the field. And then what what had happened was Tyreek Hill is fast, is fast, and this um, <laughs> just this just in. This just in. <laughs> and so I don't know what it, 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 um he took over. So more than Tua, uh, I think Tyreek showed that he is still. One of, if not the but, best player in the NFL, and that was a mismatch. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Baltimore, before they could breathe, that uh, uh, Tyreek Hill had beat him. And um, well, Angel and Waddle. Let's get Waddle no. was very electric on the other side, oh, very there. much so. Be- be- because Tyreek, they had to go pay attention, and and, and so I, I think that's where the power of Miami's offense will 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 come from is if those two guys can stay healthy and they can be that, Hey, I, I don't know who I need to double coverage, uh, double cover, but um, Baltimore's secondary is second only to Arkansas for giving up big, big plays. Uh, and so, um, but Tyree kill just absolutely outplayed the rest of the ball. They, they had no answer for that particular athlete in the fourth quarter. So, you bring up a good
0: point, and I want to go to you, Poss, But to your point on the Baltimore secondary, I believe uh, Marlon Humphrey left. He wasn't playing in the fourth quarter. Marcus Peters was playing, but he was on a pitch count because he's coming back from uh, uh, I think it was ACL injury last year. And so you're they were dealing with a little bit of Marcus Peters and a lot of backups, and it doesn't take. there's a couple of plays where it looked like two people doing the same thing, and there was a lot of those like the, the corner looks back thinking I got help over the top, and either they just. The safety screwed up or the corner didn't know the coverage. It was a lot of those. And as Patrick Mahomes and anybody who's had to play the Chiefs or Tyree Kill knows, it doesn't take much, and you blow that coverage, and that's a touchdown. From anywhere on the field, that's a touchdown. You're going to see him do those little peace signs. Is, is that sustainable, though, Pops? That they Because, I mean, they are – they are both really fast, and maybe this is a sustainable offense for Miami. Or maybe, Where do you stand there with Miami, I guess, and, and this game in general?
2: Well, I think the biggest thing on this game, and you helped explain some of it, I didn't realize about the defensive backfield deficiencies that uh, the Ravens were dealing with, but I just thought it was more <clears throat> de- defensive deficiencies and in, in lack of preparedness or whatever uh, that resulted in them getting beat, and that is so unusual with a – John Harbaugh. Harbaugh, coach uh, team. Coach team. I, it was shocking uh, to me. But now, uh, Tyreek Hill, it's hard to argue that that guy is, is is one of the, if not the best player in the league. He, he is incredible. And Waddle certainly impressed me as well. And, man, with those two guys on the field, they're going to be hard to stop. And, you know, Chase Edmonds, I thought, what did he have uh, – well, he was only five for 33, so he didn't have a lot yeah, actually. They
0: really haven't got the run game going like yeah. I kind of thought it would, but they haven't really needed it. But yet. They,
2: well, Tyreek Hill caught 11 for 190, Jalen Waddle 11 for 171. I mean, my God, that's that's a first receivers ever
0: to have both to two receivers on the same team have 11 catches or more and 150 yards or more.
2: Wow. And that doesn't that just doesn't happen. <clears throat> Incredible. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Incredible. And I, I think for the for going forward, you know, the, for the success of, of Miami, uh, you, you know, I, I don't want to compare this to, uh, you can compare it to the Rams. And, and so when you have, uh, a healthy Cooper Cup and, uh, and had a healthy Robert Woods, uh, that it's, if you double cover one, the other one's going to beat you. You could compare it to Kansas City with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Uh, if you double covered one, the other's going to beat you. And so now I think Miami, again, if Tua can stay upright, um, that, uh, that if you cover Tyreek Hill deep, Jalen Waddle is going to beat you underneath. And they've got, they've got an excellent one, two punch. Now they are going to have to develop a running game. And Raheem Mostert apparently has taken over that backfield. Yeah. He played most yeah. of that, uh, the yeah. majority of the snaps there. They are going to have to run the ball, uh, as they move forward because they can't play Baltimore <laughs> every weekend, but, that's going to be interesting to see how, how, how teams uh, battle against Wild well, and Hill.
0: They get a um, pretty good test this week, where I believe they'll have Buffalo yeah. traveling down to Miami for a Ooh. big game. That that'll be a fun one to watch because Buffalo. We'll get the Buffalo, but both teams two and zero. That'll be that'll be a big one, especially yeah. in the division. To watch. I do a final thought, I guess, for me on Miami, and I, I think they're a playoff team. I think before the year, I said they're a playoff team, but I didn't think they were there. So far, they've outperformed what I thought they would be. I do wonder, I, I, this might be Mike McDaniel. I do like what he does with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. He knows he has two really good athletes on the outside. And he's going to find a way. Maybe it's deep shots, or maybe it's over the middle, or maybe it's underneath. He's going to find a way to get those guys the ball. And just you get those guys 15 touches, they're going to bust. They're going to bust some. They're, that's just what they do. And so I'm very interested to see if he can keep that going. I think it's hard. It might be something to do with Baltimore's injuries, as we kind of laid out earlier, but also they just Miami has so much speed all over that team. It's not, I mean, obviously Waddle and Hill are those guys, but it's also Kaseki at tight end is a really fast team. He's a no slouch. And yeah. You got Sed Wilson, and um, – uh, which Sed Wilson hasn't done much, but they have another guy. Al, uh, I can't think of the other guy they have in the slot. He's another fat. They just have a lot of speed. They're going to run at you all game long and all it takes is a couple of blown plays now i don't know if you're going to get a 35 point fourth quarter ever again but it's just you got to be careful with them so i'm very intrigued to see where they go and i think i know they gave up a lot to lamar jackson in the offense i just think lamar jackson's on might win mvp this year i think the defense yeah. is okay there in miami i, I actually kind of like what they're doing defensively so i'll be interested to see how they go moving forward um Let's bounce around to another. Oh, I wanted to ask you guys: Do you know what these three quarterbacks—Tua, Tungavaloa, Carson Wentz, and Joe Flacco—all have in common? <laughs> they are one, two, three in the NFL in most passing yards this season. Yeah. If you have that on your bingo wow. card, in <laughs> it, and Flacco leads, doesn't he? Uh, Flacco's actually—he's three, so it's seven thirty-nine okay. for Tua because he had three hundred yards okay. in the second half last week, and then Wentz who Wentz is one of those. I don't know. Uh, I was telling a friend, he, he, he's worried he, he doesn't have much going on in quarterback. He's like, I guess I might go Wentz. And Wentz is one of those guys, fantasy football wise, you just hold your nose and wait till the end because at some point it might be ugly, but he's going to get you there with a bunch of there, yards yeah. and touchdowns. Yeah. It might be garbage points, but they'll yeah. get there. Yeah. And then I don't know what the hell Flacco is, I guess. He's in Fuego.
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got that TB12 stuff. Going through his veins. Yeah, he's
0: he's got something going on.
3: So Um, yeah, on that Jets Browns game, the only thing, yeah, it's the Jets and Browns. So you don't want to talk about it a lot, but that probably is where there today. Somebody is probably looking for a job. Whoever let Corey Davis wander free in amongst all of the crowd (laughs) in the back of that in the back of that backfield and just say, "Hey, throw me the ball." Somebody. Somebody's looking for a job today. Cause that was, that was the busted play of the weekend. Uh, you know, as we just talked about, the Ravens had people hurt, but man, Corey Davis was just like, I can't believe this. You know, look at me. And he just, they just, he just dropped it to him. So, so that was a busted play. He got the Jets back in and, um, uh, great. You know, that was fun. That was a fun game to watch. Actually, Nick Chubb is a man. And I, you know how I hate besides not kicking field goals early in a game at, at fourth and goal. The other thing is, I hate to see players lay down before going in the end zone just to run the clock out. And Chubb didn't do it, and it cost him the ball. So, you,
0: I was, that's what I was about to ask, what were, what were our thoughts on? So, minute 55 is the first play after the two minute warding. The um, Browns were up 14, or I think they, they were up seven. They were up seven, and Chubb breaks it, and he could just go down, and they can legitimately kneel the rest of the clock out, but he goes ahead and scores. Which he didn't realize that the Browns were going to miss an extra point after that,
1: Yeah,
0: but which made it 13 instead of 14, which loomed important later in the game. But So, what are our thoughts? I, I, as a fantasy owner, I'm sure you, and I, I know someone in this podcast uh, has him on a fantasy team. So, they were probably happy to see him go ahead and scamper into the end zone. But if he falls down, they win the game. Tony, are you saying you're pro, go ahead and score? Yeah.
3: In most I cases. Definitely, under,
0: I would have guessed you would be the opposite. Under a yeah, minute, too. too.
3: Here's the thing. It put him up, and he didn't know they were going to miss the extra point. And the odds are right. that, that you're going to hit that. And that puts you up multiple scores under a minute. Um, I, I, I would have I would have continued in. Now, if you're up three or four and it's under a minute and you've only got to kneel one time, because they weren't out of timeouts, I don't believe. Were the Jets out of timeouts? I don't believe I don't so. Know, no. Okay. Then you got to score. Um, uh, and so <clears throat> it's just unfortunate. Now people are going to. Argue about it, but yeah, if he if he if he goes down right there at the one yard line, then with actually the seconds, Jets, I'm looking now,
0: and the Jets never called another timeout the rest of the game. So they may I don't know for sure if they were out or just never using that one, but they might have been
1: out. <laughs> they didn't. Need I'm to pretty sure
0: <laughs> kneeling. I'm pretty sure kneeling it. They have the game completely locked yeah. up now. Also, as you just mentioned, three plays after Nick Chubb scores. Corey Davis is running, as I said earlier, booty butt naked wide open down (laughs) down the sideline, and they just forgot he was
3: on the field. That was triple booty butt naked, let me tell you.
0: (laughs) So, Pops, what do you think? I mean, the right play would have been for Nick Chubb to go down,
2: right? Yeah. Now, he was on my fantasy football team, so I'm glad he scored. But, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I think it probably would have been the right thing for him to do to go down. I mean, in in retrospect, I I would have – had I been on the sideline, had I been Nick Chubb, had I been anybody on the Cleveland side of that field, I would have said, "Go score the damn touchdown!" I would have been happy and uh, with the way that. But he he didn't know Corey Davis was going to run booty butt naked, you know, in the next series. Triple, so triple um, booty butt naked. He, it's a hard call. Yeah, in retrospect, he Chubb probably should have went say, out of bounds. Chubb said on on just knelt down. Or just knelt down. Yeah. You know?
0: And I'm looking at it now, Tony. The play right before Nick Chubb ran in that 12-yard touchdown, uh, New York called their third and final timeout. Okay. So they were indeed out of timeouts. Hey, uh, hey, Nick Chubb said be. on Tuesday that he feel he said, I'm taking responsibility. I should have went down. I lost the game. Then again, that's it. There were a lot more reasons they lost the game. And to be honest, we've talked, I think this podcast tends to lean a little player-friendly. These guys get paid, and their contracts end up getting negotiated on how many touchdowns like – your stats. Yeah, you that got means to something peers. to him pocketbook so that does mean – that touchdown matters. It's not like he took a 20-yard gain instead of a 10-yard gain. I mean, that, that matters. And also, just don't let Corey Davis run wide open and don't give up an onside kick. And let Joe freaking Flacco – the man wears number 19. That means – to me, that means he doesn't want to play football anymore. He's just out there just collecting paychecks. And the Browns just somehow let him win. Okay. But because we he wears 19, I,
2: he's just collecting high Yeah, paychecks.
0: 19 is not a – yeah, 19's – that's of already at the end of his career. Did or Johnny Unites wear 19?
2: I think he did.
0: Yeah. But if you choose 19 at the beginning, maybe you like that. Joe Flacco wasn't a 19-er this whole time. He was a number five. And, yeah, he, that's an ugly number. He doesn't want to play football. He's just out there. <laughs> Whatever, um, dude. <laughs> let's go on to – I want to take a step back and go to the Thursday night game just because that Thursday night game was incredible. And also, I want to make note can someone please, for the love of God, get the Chargers team doctor as far away from Justin Herbert as (laughs) possible? That team doctor, it just happened. Tyra Taylor actually just filed a lawsuit against that same team doctor for medicine malpractice because if you remember, (laughs) the only reason Herbert got in his rookie year. Is because the team doctor punctured Tyrod Taylor's lungs when he had a rib injury. Yeah. And now, what does Justin Herbert have? He has a cartilage fracture, I believe. I don't even know how that means. Fractured right. rib game. cartilage,
2: yeah. <laughs> that was tough. Hey, do you you mean, that it? game I, was I looked incredible. Up. Go ahead, Do pops. you want to know what fra- – I said, what does fractured rib cartilage feel like? It said, a sharp pain when breathing. <laughs> When breathing. That's pretty important. I mean, it goes on to sneezing and coughing and then popping feeling when the injury happens. But have you ever heard somebody say, does it hurt? Only when I breathe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Jesus. So they're acting like he's day to day. I don't know. If that were me, I'm not... I'm, I'm not playing football for the rest of the year. I might not be podding for another couple of months. Dude, I like got a paper was-
2: cut this morning and almost called him sick. I mean, <laughs> I'd, I'd be out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I got this splinter. I can't get out. I, I was, I was like, yeah, this got to go. You have to call him uh, some relief. I, I, I need help. Did
0: you have? We don't have to stick too much on this one since it was a two, a Thursday night game. It was, it was probably a great game. Out, but Tony, what was? Do you have just a. I mean, besides the fact that we're just – hopefully we get to see a lot more
3: matchups between these two. Oh, yeah. That's it. I mean, it was just – hey, who's – it was one or two plays made the difference. And I I will say that um, uh, Chargers have to get Austin Eckler into the end zone so that they can take some pressure off of Herbert. Now, he didn't have a bad game, but Eckler's got to get into the end zone because they've got to have that threat – or Joshua Kelly, some they've got to get some kind of interior rushing attack. Or Justin Herbert is going to end up with more than just ribs that he can't breathe with. <laughs> you know, something's something else bad is going to happen. Well, so they they've got to get some relief off of him because they're just they're just pinning their ears back and coming after him.
2: And before you leave this game, uh, you, we got to notice. If you recall, he had that that. One where he was running to the right hand side and could have made the first down or got out of bounds, and he just third
0: and like three whatever, or and
2: threw yeah it was third and three. He could have made the first down; they needed it, uh, and but he threw the ball away horribly. I mean, he couldn't. I think it was the angle he was throwing. Uh, but then the next play, he drops back and throws an absolute dart down the field. I mean, just I'm telling you, the kid's a stud. He is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I I sure like him on my football team. Yeah, yeah,
3: and the last thing I'll say about that game is the Chargers. It's it's really weird how I think the Chargers and the Chiefs have kind of reversed a little bit of a role. The Chiefs had a running game uh, seventy over seventy yards from Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and uh, uh, and Mahomes had two thirty five passing, and it was a very dare we say balanced attack. And the Chargers are, were the more balanced team. And now they are really leaning on Herbert, and uh, that's that's going to be tough for them to do until Keenan Allen gets back in, especially with Herbert the way they are. Man, I'm, I, I'm really surprised my, at that.
0: My kind of takeaway from that game, I guess, my final takeaway was, I think the Chargers, and this depends if Herbert's healthy or not, but the Chargers to me are the most talented team in football. Maybe the Bills. I could, it'd be a totally fine if you say the Bills. But just front, like they have guys – They have, like, legit dudes at every level of their defense. And then Herbert – and then if if Mike Williams – if he plays like that and then you get a healthy Keenan Allen, I think Gerald Everett is a weapon at tight end. And and as you mentioned, we haven't even seen Eckler really be the Mm -hmm. Eckler we think he might be. I think they're crazy talented. I don't know for sure – I'm not, like, out on Brandon Staley, but I don't know for sure how I feel about Staley. But then the Chiefs, on the other hand – Mahomes is the scariest – he's still – he is the scariest quarterback. I, I feel like he can score on any given play. And the dude – he's made a couple more throws where it's just like I, – I don't know. You don't – I don't know. You don't defend that. Like, when he's doing that, you just throw your hands up and go, well, we tried. We played great. He just did it. Yeah. So, I want to see yeah. those matchups for the moving forward a lot. Yeah. But uh, I just hope Herbert's healthy. I think that was overwhelming yeah. on our group message. I felt like even the Chiefs fans, Prestige Worldwide was even going – I hope Herbert's not like hurt her cuz I yeah. do like him. Like, yeah. Yeah, I like watching him. Yeah. It's fun to watch
3: play. No doubt. No
0: um doubt. let's go to what I was ready to just punt. I don't even I would, I didn't want to get back invested in the stupid Cowboys. And then Cooper Rush comes in, plays decent. The defense looks good. And all of a sudden they're 1-1 one one in a division where they're only a game. I mean the, chief, the the Eagles look better but if the so, Cowboys can kind hey, of just The
2: Eagles didn't just look better. The Eagles look yeah, a freaking we'll amazing.
3: We'll get to that in a minute. we We'll get to that I, in a minute. I, but, I, am, yeah. I am going to retort on that. So
0: So did you need Tony watching that Cowboys Bengals game? <clears throat> was that it that was probably more of a the Bengals have issues than the Cowboys are okay, right?
3: You know, yeah, the Bengals offensive line has issues. Yeah, and they did not foresee. There was supposed to be growth from the last year and the year before that, and they were supposed to address that offensive yeah, line. And it is they not did working. address it, but yeah, it's not well, g- it's not gelling like Magellan. Yeah, and yeah. you know, it's they're just not getting there. And that, and the fact that, he, and here's what I think. And and dadgummit, gummit, damn <laughs> gummit. the Cowboys' defense is really good. I, I hate they're when, really good. You know, I, really I hate good. giving them. It, it, it always comes back to Biden when I say, "Oh, that Cowboys really good. Their defense is really good. Michael Parsons, the the the, the guy can play football. I, I the guy I'm can serious. play football. Like guy can play football. They can trade everybody else on offense I, as long as they pay Michael Parsons for the next twelve years. I don't give a shit. They can do whatever they want to do. They got to pay Michael Parsons for him to be a wear a star on the side of his helmet for as long as he wants. And uh, the guy was that's incredible. Incredible. That's." Amazing! All you do is, I for for the first time in a long time, I turned back to watch Cowboys play defense to watch Micah Parsons, I, and I, I concentrated on him. True. And it, the la- I can't remember the last time I did that. You know, At, that was it was just so much fun to watch this guy. One guy, two guys, three guys, there goes Burrow. One guy, two guys, three guys, Joe Mixon behind the line of scrimmage. It was a, it was crazy. He's a one-man record. It team. felt it like, so Tony, it honestly, to it felt like the
0: Cowboys at one point, I think me and Pops even said at one point, I think I might have said this to you. It felt like there was like multiple number 11s in white. At, he was just everywhere. He was everywhere. making – on run plays, he's making the tackle. On pass plays, he's sacking them. Sometimes he's even like chasing after Burrow, doesn't get the sack, and then – Gets the tackle from like the receiver who caught it. He just was all over, and I don't know how he's. I'm not saying he's the best defensive player. I think there's there is a tier one, and it's TJ Watt when healthy, Micah Parsons, Aaron Donald. Those are the three. And if you were to argue any one is the number one, I think you have a fair argument. Yeah. But Micah Parsons is at that table. He's eating at that table at this point.
1: Man,
2: hey, I want to. And say, the
0: Lawrence Taylor conversations happening and then it pops.
2: Last time I watched a team to watch the defense. Lawrence Taylor was playing on the defensive end over there, that outside linebacker position. And I'm just telling you, I'm not trying to say that this kid is that, but boy, he looks a lot like it. He really does. He- Pops, Liz said that to me while we were watching,
0: and then you slowly heard more people. And it's it's so I didn't watch Lawrence Taylor play, but it's obvious how amazing Lawrence Taylor is because or was because everyone that said it was like, I'm getting Lawrence Taylor's vibe. I'm not saying he's Lawrence Taylor but I'm getting those five. Like everyone's so quick to say I don't want to compare anybody to Lawrence Taylor cuz it's like a god defensively yeah. but Parsons <laughs> is really really good he is. He,
3: is. he is really good LT created that he created the position that that Parsons is playing now that Von Miller plays that Miles Garrett plays yeah. I mean he created it uh so it's going to be it's going to be tough to make that comparison but I I uh, w- Mike has got he's got to stay healthy Because, uh, but Von Miller five years ago. um, That uh, I think he's that kind of an uh, that kind of impactful player on defense. Um, Let's
0: move over to uh, what the hell is going on with? Are are the Colts bad? Are the Colts trying to get football team? (laughs) Like I don't understand. (laughs) Honestly, you took that as your, you took that as the underdog to cover. So I think you were just saying the Jags might come within uh, the line was pretty big, seven and a half or five and a half. I don't know. The score ended up being Jags won 24 to zero. And honestly, that's closer than the game felt.
2: Yeah.
0: Or 24 to zero. I think I said seven. 24 mm-hmm. to zero is a shutout.
1: Shutout.
2: I, I don't know what to think. I don't Michael either. Michael Dugan didn't play. Um, so – I, I took that more as the underdog to cover. I wish I'd have taken it as the money line because that one would have paid actually. Um, right. That would have paid nicely. But um, uh, what Matt, Matt Ryan? Geez, I like the guy, but I mean, he I, what is his stat? Sixteen of thirty, one ninety-five, three interceptions. Now, three interceptions is always going to hurt you. Um, but it looked like the little bit I got to watch, he was getting hammered in the backfield every time. He didn't right. have any protection. He never had time. Um, like he never had any times. time. Five and times.
0: times. Five times, Tony? Five, five, six. Six, five
2: times. So, yeah. I, what, else, what else is wrong? What did Jonathan Taylor do? Did he do anything in that game? Nine carries for 54 yards. Wow. Six
3: yards per carry, but only nine touches. That tells you they that they took him out of that game plan. When Jonathan Taylor, I'm trying to see how many tar- – he only had one catch. So, he had ten touches. That's ridiculous. You give Jonathan Taylor the ball. He needs ten yeah. touches a game. I gotta understand. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 was not. And I've
0: a, been typically, I'm a Frank Wright guy, but I've I've been I've, well. My my typically, I'm saying I, I, I I'm hesitant to. I'm always like, no, I like him. I think he's a good coach. There's just been other things. It's Carson Wentz, or it's it's Philip Rivers, or it's his quarterbacks not healthy, or Andrew Luck retiring out of nowhere. Like it's not Frank Wright. He's good. At some point, you know, at some point, it's, it's on you. Like Frank Wright – he lost last year in the playoff or in the in the week. All they had to do was was it beat the Jags? All they had to mm-hmm. do was beat the Jags, and they couldn't do that at the, the last game of the regular season.
1: Yeah. And
0: then 24-0 and just out coach. I, I did see this stat. So since Reich has gotten to Indy, he's been there four full years. This is his fifth year. They have never beaten the Jaguars in Jacksonville. In fact, in well, yeah, so as Tony's Tony's given the it's eight straight overall. Five just for Frank Wright. But here, listen to this. In the last five years, the Jags have been outscored in total by 558 points, most in the NFL. In those same five years, in the games that the Jags have played the Colts in Jacksonville, they've outscored the Colts 121 to 51. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. Hmm. That makes absolute – and those are Colts teams that we like to think are solid. Like maybe not super of teams, but they're good.
1: Yeah.
3: Some of them were really good.
0: At some point, I go, Frank Reich, what, what's going on? Like, I, I don't know. I mean I know Michael Pittman didn't play. Darius Lunder didn't play. But 24-0, you just got embarrassed. And as you alluded to, Tony, they, the game wasn't out of reach. It was 17-0 at half. Your best player is Jonathan Taylor. Get him some touches, especially yeah. if you can't block them. They, they were Matt Ryan was getting killed. I don't know. that. I answered that with – or I left that game going – the Jaguars are good. They might could be frisky in the AFC South, but I really came out with more question marks. <clears> than that's yeah.
2: yeah, that's what yeah, I wrote I down, can't. WTF with the Colts. That's my, that's my impression of the game.
3: So uh, I, I don't know this stat, but I can't remember what was the losing streak they were on going into the – at the end of the 21 season. Didn't they lose like two or three or four in a row to be knocked out of the playoffs? The Colts, yeah, I think they lost three. Either three last four, or they lost three straight. One of the two. So either they lost, they've either lost four straight or have lost four out of six with one tie. They haven't won in six or seven games. That's a bad streak. That tells you something's something's going on upstairs. Uh, either somebody hasn't realized that the offensive line is old or the defensive line is old or somebody is not performing, there's, there's a little bit of uh lack of accountability. Uh, Frank Reich may be the first uh, coach uh, fired. If he
0: fired, leaves, I yeah,
2: seen.
3: it's.
0: I wouldn't have thought that, but at this point you kind of go, maybe.
2: No. And I've always liked Frank Reich. I'm like, I guess I'm like what you said, Kevin, I'm I'm a little reluctant, but you have to start looking at the head of the snake there in that's Frank Reich, so maybe he's just not he was the OC o- o- right when Nick Foles came in and Philly won the Super Bowl right when Vince mm-hmm. went out
3: yeah OC for Buffalo too yeah i think he was yeah. OC at buffalo i know he he, he quarterback there but um yeah I, I he may be the first one out mm-hmm. let's see the Colts have this week <laughs> not good they're going to be wow They're hosting the
0: Chiefs this week, so
3: another tough one. They could lose another one. We're going to talk about that game a little bit. Under favorite
0: favorites, maybe. Um, (laughs) Maybe. maybe. (laughs)
1: Uh.
0: Um, Let's go to – what? okay, let's go over to the NFC West here. The injury sucks. (laughs) Trey Lance breaks his ankle. And I'm worried just as – for a guy who he missed his last year of college with COVID, yeah, or not? He didn't have COVID, but they, they the North Dakota State canceled their year, so he didn't play. But like one game against UCA, and then didn't play like hardly any snaps his rookie year. And then is this his second year, Tony, or third year?
3: Second year, second,
0: second year, and barely played this year. Now that's gonna be that's gonna be like almost three or four years since he's had meaningful snaps. And I just yeah. wonder how. It, I'm worried about what that means for his career. We'll see. I hope he gets healthy, and we can worry about that later. But did you see? Interestingly enough. Their Super Bowl odds, the 49ers Super Bowl odds, actually got better yeah. when Lance went out. And Jimmy G, Jimmy yeah. G's pretty self-walked in there. He hadn't done anything but just collect paychecks. And all of a sudden, he's back in there yeah. and he looked like Jimmy G. Yeah. You know, he looked like he looked Steady. Mild.
2: Steady and
3: above average. Yeah. 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 So, if you're – yeah, making the green would say that if if Brandon Ayuka's is available in your league, go get him because uh, the – uh the passing game for the 49ers just became viable again. So if Kittle ever gets healthy, that's going to be a big deal. But yeah, I feel bad for Trey Lance. You you touched mm-hmm. on it, Kevin. These last 3 years he hadn't played much football and well, for the fact that his bank account is much bigger than my bank account, I would be worried about the young man because that was that's a devastating injury especially for a running quarterback. Now, Here's the thing that I don't think as much people gave him credit for. He has a huge arm. I mean, it's a really strong arm. Uh, it's it's a Josh Allen type arm. He just isn't that accurate. And Josh Allen overcame that uh, to be a the uh, best quarterback in the league right now. I don't think it's the end for Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance is going to have to work really hard to become a different style of quarterback than he thought he was going to be.
2: Then Kyle Shanahan thought he was going to be too. You because know? you Maybe. think he's injury prone or because he won't? I mean, that's a I, weird
0: I, injury. To, yeah. You
3: no, know, I don't. I'm not. I, so you think about this is, I've heard that said that this is very similar, to, if not the same injury from Dak Prescott.
0: Yep. So very if, similar. If
3: you think about it didn't
0: look as gruesome. Like you did, it wasn't as clear. So they're on the replay, but it's a very
3: similar injury. If if you look at Dak Prescott now versus Dak Prescott before the injury, how much speed he's lost, and especially last year, how much mobility he lost, uh, I I think it's significant. And so uh, Trey Lance, again, for someone who was four sub- Four, what did he run his 40 in? Four, five, four, four? four, I think he was five, four, five. Yeah, I think he's not going to be legit speed. He, I don't think he'll be a four, five guy anymore. Uh, medical science is awesome these days, but, um, I don't think he's going to be. He's probably four, seven, four, eight, which is still great, but it's not Lamar Jackson, right? It's, it's not Justin Fields. And so, um, well,
0: there's not many Lamar Jackson. Out yeah, there's there. not many. One it's of those not, guys.
3: Yeah. It's you know, it's not going to be Kyler Murray, and so yeah. uh, who another great comeback. But that's the thing about Trey Lance. He's got a cannon for an arm. They're just going to have to teach him to play quarterback a little bit differently than expected him to. Any other
0: thoughts besides that, pops? I mean, do you feel better about the 49ers now? Oh, like, yeah. if you were someone who at the beginning of the year put a future on them to. Get to the NFC Championship. Would you feel better now with Jimmy G? Well,
2: absolutely, because I would not have put a future on them to get to the NFC Championship before with Trey Lance. So, yeah, and I think as we were sitting there watching the football game, I think San Francisco just got better. I think one of us said that uh, when Jimmy G came in or when we found out that Trey Lance was hurt. I mean, again, I hate it for the kid. You know, I hate he's hurt and all that. But I do think San Francisco just got better. And – Jimmy G is not only
0: playing for his next team, probably, he's doing that with also a great roster. I mean, it would not shock anybody if that team ends up being the number one or two seed in the NFC playoffs mm. and a, a, a team you would not want to play in the playoffs. I, I hate that injury, uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess it worked out that they'd never – and let's not try I, – I saw some people crediting like, oh, John Lynch and Channing, great job. They wanted to get rid of they, Jimmy yeah. G, just no one offered anything right for him. So that, it was kind of they got dumb luck, and and but good for them. And Jimmy yeah. G's got a chance now to to do something special. They had a better
2: backup plan than the Cowboys did, but I mean Cooper and Rush did look pretty this, good. But you
0: know this just in he didn't do anything crazy in that game. But I, Debo Samuel's up there for his fun of guys mm-hmm. to watch. He just has a player to a game where you're just like I don't like watching that guy. Yeah. Like and it might only be a six yard run, but you're like. That guy could play on my team. I just really like that mm. guy. Agree. Um, Tony, you mentioned it. Let's go over to – It was a very similar feeling watching this game as I had watching Tua and the Miami Dolphins. At halftime, I was ready to say, Kingsbury's got to go. Kyler Murray may not be that good. This offense is terrible. And then all of a sudden, Kyler Murray started doing things that I think – like the same way I was talking about Lamar Jackson – Kyler Murray started doing things that really I think not very. Even, there might not be anybody else that can do those things. Just running around like crazy, throwing touchdowns. A couple of them were beautiful strikes. They score if you conclude fourth uh, fourth quarter and overtime. They scored twenty four straight to come back and beat the Raiders by six. Did that game tell you more about it? the Cards or the Raiders, pops?
2: Well, it told me. I... <laughs> Who did it tell me more about it? Damn it, I have to admit that Kyler Murray's good. But if Kyler Murray has to do that kind of stuff to win ball games, they're not going to win very what many. What was
0: that two-point conversion? How much did he run?
2: 89 yards. I think he ran a total of 89 <laughs> yards to, to make a successful two-point conversion. And I think that that game, I honestly think it's going to affect potentially the the, the Raiders more because that is that was such a tough loss, I think, for them. Um, I think that was just a horrible loss in that Hunter Renfro fumble, you know, at the end. Um, I mean, I I'm i I'm not sold on Kings, Kingsbury and I'm not sold on Kyler Murray, but his, Kyler Murray's talent, I mean, you saw it right there on display. He yeah. he is talented kid. Well because he
0: had that one where he ran around forever, and then he had another one where he kind of buy time, buy time, buy time, and then threw a throw in the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think it might have been to AJ Green. I can't remember who it was. I think it, too,
1: was. But it, yeah. it
0: It could literally only be in like, in a little window, and it was perfectly thrown, perfect. And I, Tony, I just don't know what to make with Kyle. I think Kyle Murray is possibly the most talented quarterback in the NFL. But awesome, I, man. I would take probably five or six, seven guys over him. I don't. I just don't know what to do with
3: him. He, I, so. You're right, and and so he can be frustrating, almost as frustrating as Russell Wilson, but not quite. Um, he, uh, um, to me, what happened is Kingsbury and Murray said it was almost like one of those things where Kyler Murray went to the coach said, "Coach, just just stop messing around and just give me the damn ball and let me do what I do." And all of a sudden, Kyler Murray started doing what he does, and they scored twenty four straight. I mean. That to me was the deal, and I cannot remember exactly when James Connor went down uh, with the with the ankle. Uh, but when Connor went out, all of a sudden the offense changed. And last week we saw how the the Cardinals were just like they were sleepwalking and uh, just weren't throwing the ball around. They were the, it was just a strange look to the to the Cardinals' offense. Well, this this second half, all of a sudden. Kyler Murray took off, and that's got to be the Cardinals' offense. And But is that sustainable to do what Kyler was doing? I mean, that was just- Well, it, DeAndre Hopkins will be back. Rondell Moore will be back. And I think that they'll have some offensive weapons where all of a sudden people will be open because right now, A.J. Green can't get open to save his life. Yeah, you're right he, about that. He, he, he's no easy mark. He ain't open anytime. He's just, <laughs> just out there and just. I, it's time to go. And you've got Greg Dortch, who's the number one. And Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz had a huge day Um, because he was getting open. And so you add a couple of more playmakers to that, and I think Connor Murray doesn't have to run 89 yards to get a two-point conversion. But they they are going to have to be that kind of wide-open offense to be successful because I I think it showed that th- a, a disciplined, balanced offense, they can't do it. They're not ready to be Kansas City. It looks
0: like Connor went down early in the third quarter when the score was 20 to zero. And then they went on to score 29 and won 29 23. So
3: if you. Hey, I'm if not
0: you, saying Connor's a good player, but I think that was when they went, all right, we're just going to let Kyler be Kyler and just see what can happen. And, yeah. and he did
3: that. Ladies and gentlemen, if you got fab money out there, you better go get Darrell Williams. That's all I got to say. <laughs> he's he's going to be a player out there in the desert.
0: Um, you mentioned it, and let's go to this game, and then we'll play a little. Uh, we'll play a little buy or sell here. Um, I, this is where I was hoping LJ was on, and I was gonna put. I was gonna ask LJ to just join me in the trust tree, and let's have an <laughs> honest conversation. <laughs> I, as someone, I believe if you, I don't know if you have the picks there, I think I'd either I took the Broncos. I think to get to the Super Bowl, I might have chosen to win the Super Bowl. We we only chose divisions.
2: Okay, we only no, chose division. Okay, that's as far it.
3: as we went. Just division, so we don't well, have conference well, champions or Super Bowls. Said.
2: No, I will, t- Tony. I'm looking for whatever he reason he it. he did name them as AFC champ. He did name that he before we decided it. to stop. So, but it's
3: not official because no one okay. else had to do it. It's so, not so it's not official.
1: Okay, so fair enough.
0: Russell Wilson leads the Broncos <laughs> past the Texans in a sloppy, sloppy is maybe even an understatement. 16 to 9 game that had everybody in Survivor League sweating because they didn't look very good. Russell's not I multiple times watching that game I thought is Russell Wilson just not that good anymore? I don't I don't know. I I'll tell you my big takeaway from that game Tony and and me and Pops talked about this and I'm worried. So before the year I heard Nathaniel Hackett on on some podcasts on some different interviews and seemed like a really cool guy kind of goofy but just a cool guy and then you hear all the stories about how Aaron Rodgers loves him everybody in in Green Bay loved him he was a great he was a player all the players just thought he was an awesome coach and loved hanging out with him and he was a good smart coach and they all raved and ranting about him it's possible he's a coordinator not a head coach now it's early it's very early i'm not ready to like go all in on that but he just – he has a multiple times. So we already talked about last week where on, – or on, on week one on that Monday night game where they decided to kick the field goal, a 60, was it, 64-yard field goal on and mm-hmm. 5 instead of give it to the, the quarterback you just paid $200 million to. And I thought, mm, that's defensible, but I don't know if I like it or not because it looked like they weren't sure what they want to do. And then multiple times in this game, one, it was like fourth and goal, and it looked like they couldn't decide do we want to go for it? Do we want to kick the field goal? What what should we do? What should we do? And they went to go kick the field goal. They ended up getting the guys laid out there, got a delay game. It didn't really matter because it was our it made it like a twenty yard to a twenty five yard field goal. They still made it. But then again later, they did the same thing around the forty yard line. They couldn't decide what they want to do, what they want to do, and they rushed the kicking team out there late and they had another five delay a game penalty, backed them up and they ended up punting instead of kicking the field goal. That's just
2: that was that's it.
0: where you go. That was the moment I think me and Pops looked at each other and thought, that's just not a – hit. That, that looks like a guy who's not used to running the whole ship. He's just running the offense, not captain. I think it
2: reminded thing. us of what Tony had said. You know, sometimes OCs are not good game coordinators because it's, it's a different uh, skill set, perhaps. And I, that, yeah. we, we, we thought of what you said, Tony, about and maybe, that time.
0: And now maybe this is he's, – he's learning it and he's kind of figuring out like, okay, this is where, and, and and it could be – He's getting his lumps early and he'll be fine. This is his first head coaching job ever. But I sure am getting the, like, maybe this guy isn't it. I'm getting kind of Wade Phillips vibes. Like, he's a great coordinator. He yeah. yeah. might not be your head coach. Tony, what, what do you think about that game? Do you have Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett? What, where do you want to go?
3: So, I'm, I'm with you that it's, it's perplexing. Um, and every signal for the last two years has been Nathaniel Hackett's going to be the next – really good head coach because of his offensive philosophies. Um, and it certainly could be. And, and here's, <laughs> here's if you're Harvey Dent, here, here's the, sil- the shiny side of the coin. We'll get to the dark side in a second. The shiny side of the coin says that it's just an opportunity to hack And what Russell Wilson are not on the same page yet offensively where they can get things to click. And so Wilson's learning a new system for the first time in 11 years, 10 years. Um and uh and hackett's the first time for him to have a new quarterback in four or five years, and so, so they're not quite they're they're completely different styles of quarterbacks, and so maybe they're still learning how to handle each other. That's that's the the shiny side of the coin. The dark side of the coin is this is what you just said. He's over his head. Uh, I'm not. I need to look at the at the staff. But in in most cases, a GM Will go out and he'll he'll get an older assistant coach, head coach, either as who's the offensive line coach or he's the linebacker coach or he's somebody who has been a head coach before, has experience in the league, and can settle this guy down. Uh, if you look at McVay, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he's got that. Everybody's got that. I'm not sure if well McVeigh more- when
0: he first got to the Rams. Speaking of the devil. Wade Phillips was his defensive coordinator, guy who's been around the NFL for decades.
3: The guy that's keeping you on the—I I, can't—I don't know if the Broncos have that person because they cleaned house um, when Hackett came in, and so I don't know if they've got—if they don't have him, they got to get him, guy, and be this—the this special coordinator or the offensive, wow. whatever they call him, um, uh, offensive organizer. Shit, I don't know the French toast guy. I don't—it doesn't do matter. Have-
0: I'm looking at their coaching staff now. They do have Dom Capers as a senior defensive assistant, but other than that, it's a lot of very green coaches. Defensive coordinator is, is Giro Avero, who I've never heard of. Their offensive coordinator is Justin Uten, who's had seven years experience, yeah. and their assistant head coach is Derek Hathcock. So I mean, usually you're right though. A rookie head coach, a lot of times, brings in a older. Somebody's in there. Just. At least someone who can kind of go. Here's the shit that happened to me when I was. You know, I. Yeah. I don't necessarily know the best way to do it, but I just know here's what you need to prepare for. It.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> this stuff
0: doesn't look like you see one of those. I they
3: don't. Know. And so, like I said, it, they may get it figured out now, but they they have they have definitely had that deer in the headlights kind of look. And the good news for them is their defense is still pretty good. Yeah. And so they've got time to figure it out what well, they. Can, well, they're probably going to be three wins? and three. There'll be three and <laughs> three, and they may just take off, but. They look
0: super talented still. Like Russell hasn't figured out, but Javante Williams still looks awesome. Cortland Sutton looked awesome. Jerry Judy, I hope I don't know what the latest is on his injury. I know he's been doing dealing a rib and maybe a shoulder as well. There were supposed to be so some we'll, results
3: come out today, but I haven't heard. Yeah.
0: So we'll see on that. And then the defense, there's talent there. Like they and I think Sertan also went out in this game at one point.
3: What their stud young corner lift. What's their, what's their stats in the red zone? It's almost like, I thought I heard last uh, in, during the game that they quoted, they are in the red zone. They're only one of six scoring, not the just Broncos? the Broncos. I thought they were one of six in the red zone, mm. uh, which is ridiculously bad from the 20 to the 20. They, lo- they look pretty good. Yeah, but again, really. they get down in there and they're, they're getting flustered and, and something's happening. So, but that, that seems so, to be the problem. Is the red zone
0: according up. to according to Warren Sharp at Sharp Football? He's a great follow for anyone. Mm-hmm. He says the Denver Broncos are the only team since at least two thousand to have at least five goal to go situations and zero touchdowns mm. scored on them in weeks one or in yeah. at, at the first two weeks. So that,
1: that's decision making. That's, li- that's
0: on hacking a little bit, and that's decision making. That's also I mean, there's a lot there, and it could, like you said. LJ, I know as you're doing this, you're like, you probably are just wanting to have some sort of re- rebuttal here. And I think Tony hit it on the head. There's a, there is a, a shiny side and a dark side of this coin. It could be totally fine. We could in five weeks be going. Remember when we were a little nervous about him? Now Russell looks like Russell. This offense is what we thought it was. Hackett looks great. The defense is gelling. But I don't know. I, the thing is, so there are rumors that – and. There are rumors that Russell is not the easiest guy to play with in your locker room. So you already hear multiple guys, and I, it's not crazy to hear one guy, but you have multiple guys from Seattle who are getting a lot of enjoyment about seeing Russell not perform so well in Denver. One of those being Richard, Richard Sherman, who obviously is outspoken. But even Doug Baldwin, I've never, I haven't heard him talk much, and he's had some stuff to say. Golden Tate's had some stuff to say, and then you see these supposedly there's it's it's a uh, athletic reported it but supposedly russell wilson said that once he got signed part of his contract was like he wanted his separate bathroom for just him and he has an office and he wants to be a part of all this and he's also there's videos coming out now where he's like telling everyone that they need to yell like you need to yell pass or run for the defense on the sideline he just seems like guys like oh just do worry about quarterback you figure out quarterback and we'll figure out everything else I just think Russell Wilson might be that guy where it's like Russell Wilson's the job that it's it's great. It's great pay. It's the city you want to live in. But man, from nine to five, you hate it. You just hate it. It sucks. You don't want to be with them. You don't want to you don't like people you work with. You like your pay. You like your city, but you don't (laughs) like work. And I'm wondering if that seeps into the product on the field. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong because I did pick them on my bold call. And I, you said it doesn't count, but I did say I thought they were going to go to the Super Bowl, and it doesn't look like it at the moment.
3: Don't worry. All is well. It'll be okay. So
2: let's Oh, I do think, let's they'll, get I into, think they'll figure something out. But but also I do have to say this real quick because your guy they were playing your guy, Davis Mills, and uh he too. Yeah, wasn't there someone on the podcast who we kind of made fun of at some point? Because no, no, you said we, the best we, quarterback we, in the We, I made we fun did. Of him we did make I, fun of him. But he took off on a sweet little run that obviously because he had two rushes for one yard, so it must have been called back. But I mean the dude took off on a run and I said, Damn, look at Mills with the wheel. Or Mills on and or he's Mills got some wheels. wheels. And so so our buddy Dylan goes, Yeah, that's Mills on Wheels. <laughs> so I think that's gotta be a new nickname. I think that's his new nickname. Mills on Mills Wheels, Mills on wheels oh, baby.
0: God. Yeah. That, <laughs> you wanna hear a, you wanna hear an interesting bad. Davis Mills stat? Yeah, so you like this sure. one. Yeah, sure. So on. not counting this past week. So before this past week, Trevor Lawrence in his previous 17 games had 10 touchdown passes. Davis Mills in his last six starts had 11 touchdown passes. I'm just saying the Texans might not be great. Davis Mills might be a, a starting NFL quarterback. And Dude, you didn't say you liked him. And I thought you were sick in the head.
3: I like Davis Mills. I I, I, do. I, think he's going to be good, but he, he needs just a little more talent. If he can just hang on long enough, he's not getting killed back there. If he can just hang on long enough and not get, um and, and not get card, he'll be, he'll be okay. Um, uh, He'll be okay.
0: So, let's go, let's go a little, Um, just, well, this will be quicker. We're kind of going to go through teams, some of these teams we've already talked about, but just kind of, are you buying it or are you selling it? I'm going to say something. And y'all just y'all let me know how you feel. Are you buying Pops? Are you buying the Giants, the two and O New York football giants as a playoff team?
2: Nope, no, I'm not buying that. Nope, nope, nope Not at all. Not at all. No, no. They are they
0: are they a frisky? Are you saying they're a decent team? Are you buying what Brian Dable's
2: doing? Well, I think they're going to be a spoiler. I think they will be a spoiler. Okay. And and I do, I will say I like Daniel Jones better than I think most people like Daniel Jones. I think he is a little bit gritty. Um, um, and I, I think Saquon Barkley's got something to prove and, and a contract perhaps to try to, to try to sign. Um, but I just think they're going to be frisky and a, a, a one of those tough outs. But no, no playoffs. I'll sell that. Tone. Tony Barcel Giants and
0: yeah. the playoff
2: team. I am selling. Uh Okay.
0: But
1: first who are you with?
3: They they got wide receiver issues. I really like the way Saquon's playing, but you you've beaten the Titans and the Panthers. You're gonna have to show me something more than that. I, I honestly I I honestly may be putting the Cowboys on a on a money line bet in later in the podcast. So mm.
1: um
0: okay. Buy or or sell the – let's go to another team. I'm not sure what to – are the Jags. Are the Jacksonville Jaguars a playoff team?
3: Tony? No. I think they're going to be very close to 500. I think Doug Peterson is really going to bring them up. But they've got too many holes still on defense, even though they shut (laughs) shut out the Colts. But, hell, that, that might not be their only shutout for the year. But, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not buying that yet. I'm not going to buy off. Division, yeah. it up a
2: division. I'm not buying them for the playoffs. I know you picked them to win, win that their division. division. Yeah, you picked them to win that division, which looks pretty uh, better. I'm, yeah, it's okay, omnipresent. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't know if that's the right <laughs> word right now, but uh, I think I think I'll, I'll put this down. I think they'll have a better record than the Giants at the end of the year. I think the Jaguars will have a better record than the Giants at the end of the year.
0: Hmm. Okay. Um, okay, well, it's uh, the, who the Jags just played then. Buy or sell the Colts will have a losing record at the end of the year, Pops.
2: Okay, I think I'm buying that. If I'm buying, buying that, the, that the Colts are going to have a losing record. I just, I mean, they, they've they looked really bad. I, I think they'll get, they're not that bad, but I I would be buying that they'll have a losing record. Whew. The way you – Tony, what do you it. think?
3: I'm, I'm going to split the difference and say they're 8-8-1. Eight, eight,
2: and one. They got
3: the tie. <laughs> I think they're 8-8-1 eight, eight, and one and missed the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. The
2: Jeff Fisher special. Well, and a bunch of go. us picked them to win that division. So just, I know, oh, we did. Yeah. Yeah. That's buyer's remorse
3: on that one. I don't mm-hmm. know if I did that or not. I like did. to think they I get did. it together, but they Dolly. got a tough
0: one week three. And if they start with three weeks without a win – I mean, they could be in trouble.
3: Th- th- that division is wide open. So you know, honestly, yeah, it, it's it's tough. It's a tough one. That AFC South, holy mackerel! You know, it's just—I mean, mm. they the could Jags be 8-1 to right make hard. the playoffs. They could. They should win the division at
0: one I yeah. was about to say, Pops, It's interesting if you you're selling the Jags as a playoff team, but if you're buying the Colts as a losing record someone's got to win that division. And I don't think it's going to be – the Texans are going to be frisky and cover some games, but I don't like them to win the division unless we're just Davis Mills all the way.
2: You're true. I can see how that kind of might diverge a little bit. But uh, but anyway, I'm going to still stick with my predilections.
0: Okay, this one's (laughs) kind of a buy or sell, but more just – okay, actually, who would you rather buy at
1: this point moving forward? Raiders or the Broncos,
2: pops. <laughs> I'm going to buy the once Raiders. I want to buy the Raiders. I just like the Raiders more, a little okay. better. I think they. I, I, I really. Man, that was a tough loss that they just that they just uh, dealt with. And I like Derek Carr. I, I like Derek Carr better than I like R- Russell Wilson. Maybe not talent wise, but I just I think Derek Carr is a leader, a tough guy. I think they're going to figure it out. So I would buy the Raiders over the Broncos right now.
0: So does that mean you think the Raiders are probably a playoff team? All said and done, when the when the dust settles, I guess.
2: Yeah, I guess that's maybe maybe
0: both of them Mr. the playoffs. They, they could both.
2: I mean. They're still in a tough division, so yeah, they could. They could.
0: They get the uh, the Titans week three who don't look great, but maybe they are get right game. Pop, uh, Tony, what do you think? You 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 Colts or are the Raiders or Broncos? Who oh Broncos,
3: buy? yeah, by far Broncos. Bought, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the Raiders, you know, when we talked earlier, I, I've, I've predicted the Raiders would be the fourth team in that division. Probably a, an eight and nine, seven and 10 kind of team. I, they just don't have the running game, uh, that the rest of that division has. And, uh, um, I, I think that's going to make it, that's going to make a difference. So, Fair uh, point. As good as the Chiefs are looking right now, uh, I think the Raiders are going to be, they're going to be hard pressed to beat them twice. Um, let alone uh, they could split with the Broncos uh, and the, I, the Cardinals beat them at home. I don't know. See, I don't see them beating the chargers. They could be one in one and five in the division. And that's not gonna, that's not gonna get you anywhere there. they still gotta, All they right. still gotta play the 49ers. Well, they both do, but they gotta play the 49ers and the Rams. Uh, they had their opportunity to split with the, the West by beating the the Cardinals. So here's, here's a fun one
0: then. And I know this guy is actually the in the bottom half of passers in his division. But Josh Allen wins MVP and the Bills have the best record in football at the end of the year. Pops, are you buying or selling that?
2: I mean, they I, get, won, I what
0: was the final score? 41 yeah. to 7 on Monday well,
2: night. They've looked really good these first 2 weeks. I mean, I think it's, you know, it's 2 weeks in. I mean, they've got 15 more to go and I guess really long more than that with some off weeks and bye weeks, but I, if if you're telling me I have to choose between that and not that, I I'll take that. <laughs> I think Josh Allen looks really good and I could see them having the best record. So, yeah, MVP and best record, I'll buy that. I'm gonna I'm gonna Tony? buy low. I mean, I'm gonna buy like ten dollars. Right? Worth no, I'm and, not saying you're
0: putting down a pink slip. I hope it's kind of like anything. that parlay,
2: ter, uh, you know, payout. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll buy. It. Tony, where, where I'm are you, buying. Where are you I'm buying, and I'm buying the
3: the best record in football. More because the last two weekends watching the defense play is crazy good. That's it's it. This is one of those freak opportunities for one a top five defense to be paired with a top five offense, and I, they're going to be. They're going to get beat. I mean, that's going to happen. And maybe this weekend so, uh, going down to Miami. I was wondering,
0: that's they are be giving tough. me slight – like they're giving me the same vibe. and not, like, Teams don't do this, so it doesn't really happen. But they're giving me the same vibe as the 2007 Patriots a little bit where the offense is just <laughs> – yeah. they can do a little bit of everything. They can yeah. burn you. They and, but, and they also have the defense too. Like the defense yeah. looks good.
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. Hey, I, okay. I just – yeah, Go ahead, so, could Stefan Diggs be any better? Well, I, I don't know. Holy cow! I don't know if he could be any better. He is My God! So
0: me and, Crazy. me and uh friend of the pod, Jared, we're talking receivers, and we named our group name who's in the top tier one receivers. And maybe just because they weren't playing on Sunday, so we didn't we didn't mention Stefan Diggs. And both of us on Monday night, I think, texted each other like we 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 did a disservice not mentioning Diggs is up yeah. there. He's in that. Yeah. I'm not saying he's better than Jefferson Cup or some of those, but he's he's in that conversation. That guy is. Damn good at playing receiver. Yeah.
3: We saw Justin Jefferson get shut down last night. We did. Really? Uh, Just mentioning the Bills
0: in their last four games, those include two playoff games, a game against the defending Super Bowl champs, and then the Titans. They punted one time, (laughs) and they scored 47 against the Patriots, 36 against the Chiefs before (laughs) getting beaten that one, and then 31 and 41. That, That offense is Yelling. And The defense looks solid. I, I, the Bills are going to be just... I think they could just be a, a yeah. saw moving forward, and that just wouldn't want to play them. Um, yeah. By or sell, the Eagles will have the number one seed in the NFC in the playoffs. NFC? NFC. Hmm. The you know number, number one seed.
3: Word? The number one seed in the NFC. Uh- I'll go first on this one, get the blip for a little time. I sell yeah. that. I sell it. Sell I sell it? it hard. Sell it hard. Okay. Yeah. Because as, as much as bad as that game was, was to watch last night and watch Kirk Cousin implode right in front of us, Minnesota primetime Kirk Minnesota had a chance to win that. I'm not blaming it at all on Kirk. They blocked a kick, didn't score. They intercepted a pass on the on the twelve yard line, didn't score. Er Er Smith dropped a wide open bomb in with a minute to play in the first half, didn't score. There's Minnesota. If they played that, if those two played ten times, I think Minnesota wins six of them. Kirk Cousins just imploded, and Darius Slay just had a phenomenal game. I, I don't buy Philadelphia right now. I don't buy – good. NFC East, yes. NFC, no.
0: So, are does that mean you don't buy Jalen Hurts or the whole roster?
3: Whole roster. Whole, I, I so think you're it's just a not complete sure package. Yet. Oh, Jalen Hurts is awesome. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Hurts is awesome. I, I think he's going to do really well. The offense is going to be good, but the defense, uh, not so much. And, and, and they've they've still got a ways to go as far as a football team is concerned. But they're probably the best in the East.
2: Pops? They're the best in the NFC East, I think, clearly. So, uh, you're
0: kind of similar. You buy them as the <clears throat> NFC East champion? Yeah, I
2: buy them I as the NFC East champion. I mean, I, I don't uh, – yeah, I, I definitely am buying them as the NFC East champion. Uh, I'm not buying them as the Eastern Conference uh, champion. No. In the NFC. The
0: NFC, NFC, yeah. I I think I might have said this at the beginning of the year, and, and I, I think the Eagles have the best roster in the NFC, just top to bottom, offense and defense. And I, I, truly do think. I think they go. I could easily see them winning. Whether there's there's seventeen games now in the regular season, or, or yeah, yeah, seventeen games. I could easily see them fourteen and three at the end of their regular season. I don't trust Jalen Hurts in the playoffs when he has to when he has to play in a divisional round, maybe. But I think they. I still think. I think best record NFC. I would. I hope. I would hope I get plus odds on that. But I would buy. I would buy that. I think. Um, what do we do with the Vikings? Are we just in general? It sounds Tony like you're still you're nah, still cool. You're a, buying Vikings. I'm buying Vikings. Like you're not selling their stock.
3: No, I'm buying them. I'm buying them. No, I'm still no Worry
0: them. about Kirk. I mean,
3: nah, that was a bad game. It was Monday night, late Monday night. As as long as the Super Bowl is not played on Monday night, he'll be fine. <laughs> as <laughs> last, last I checked, it's still not played on Monday night, so <laughs> he'll be fine. They don't play every game on Monday night. He'll be fine. He'll be
0: fine. I did the problem is though Super Bowl's not played at noon on Sunday. That's when Kirk Cousins shines this <laughs> noon on Sunday.
3: Yeah, you're right about that. He's a regional coverage kind of guy.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's he's a Tom Brookshire guy. He doesn't like to hear Pat Summerall. Tom Brookshire, he's good. Pops, he's where good? do
0: you are, you are you are you just in general Viking stock, you're still because I felt like as a pod we were kinda high on them. Not there was thoughts. I don't remember did, who all picked them. Was, were they picked to win the AFC North or NFC North? Uh? Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota Green head. Bay,
2: Minnesota, Green Bay. That's how it went. So, yeah. so yeah. as
0: a pod, we weren't some higher than others, but as a pod, I think we all kind of liked them. Where do you stand, just in general, on your Minnesota stock? You I start think I'm, I'm some in line
2: up? with Tony. I'm not. Okay. I'm not selling them yet. Let's just see. That was that was kind of a miserable outing. A lot of lot of errors occurred that. Don't think will reoccur. So, uh, but but yeah, Philly looked pretty strong. But no, I'm not selling. I'm not selling the Vikings yet.
1: Um,
0: buy or sell the Patriots? Missed the playoffs, Tony. Buy.
3: I'm buying it all day long. Give me that. (laughs) Give me that. These guys losing record too. Uh, Certainly could be. Yes. Yeah, I'm not. I have just yeah. It's not good. You know, By ourself, so this is uh, Bill Belichick's
0: get, final year as head coach.
3: Ooh, I think I'd buy it. Sell it. I, I think they're going to have it? to. I think they're going to have to go in there, grab him, and take him out. I <laughs> don't is think possible. he's going to quit. <laughs> that is I, possible. I don't think he's going to quit, and I don't think uh, Kraft has the guts to fire him. I think it's going to be a George House, you you know, it's going to be one of those things where you you can't get rid of the legend. And I I think that's going to be a problem.
2: At some point in time, it's going to be a problem.
0: Pops, do you also say they missed the playoffs?
2: Yeah, I think. I mean, good good gosh, yeah. You got, what, uh, Buffalo and the Miami Dolphins? And Miami. Yeah, they're not making the playoffs. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Do the – Buyers just I don't I don't know if I'm going any crazy thing on the Bengals, but they just they get it figured out. Are you like, with your Bengals stock, pops? Are you if you had Bengals stock right now, coming off the Super Bowl, you're feeling good. Your shares are looking good. You didn't sell high. You're like we're still fine. We got Joe Burrow. This is a young team. Jamar Chase. Are you starting to kind of maybe just. Split off a, a
2: few shares? No, or? I think I'm doing kind of like what I'm doing with my stocks in the stock market. I'm like, I'm, you know, it's, it's <laughs> been a little down, but I'm hanging on, man. I'm going to hold on. And, you know, I think they're going to come back and they're going to be <laughs> all right. I really do. Yeah.
0: Tony, you, I mean,
2: they,
3: they, if, Joe Burrow is. If, Joe, sh- if Joe Burrow survives, if, I let me say, if Joe Burrow plays 13 games, I think they make the playoffs good. I'm telling you, I think Joe Burrow is going to miss four games this year.
0: It's malpractice what they're doing. You have a stud quarterback. Yeah. Protect you, and you've known he already got hurt one year, and then last year they miraculously made the Super Bowl, even though he was getting killed last year. Your one job is to go, okay, we just got to protect this asset.
3: Yeah. I got to see if they re-sign Brandon Allen. Who's the backup at Cincinnati now? Is Brandon uh, Allen – did they re-sign him after they cut him?
2: I thought they did.
3: Okay. They could have. If he passed waivers, they did. But whoever's their backup better, better be working out during the week because at Just some point in time, ready, huh? he's going to have it. to go in. And, uh, God, it's it a shame. It looks but.
0: like, yeah, Brandon Allen. Brandon okay. Allen's their backup.
3: I know he got released and then see. they brought him back. Okay, good, good. Um, uh, Yeah, so I'm I'm not selling him. I, I just if if he can if he can play 13 games, I think they make the playoffs.
0: Okay, I think I think that's all I have for you, Buyers, sell wise. What other we we didn't touch on? Bucks Saints was there? I mean, was there something? Oh, Pops, what? well, I know you go. Who wants to stay? who wants to take it over?
2: Right well, there? i I will say I, I really Mike Evans did a big disservice uh, to his team. I understand. Trying to take up for somebody, but he's obviously there's a thing between him and Latimore. Why? Well, but yeah, the goal was just fine. He was not in any mortal danger. And to come, <laughs> you know, the, like he did last time, to come slam the guy from he did it from behind the last time. I think he did this time. Well, from the it was front. kind of behind this time a little was it behind bit. Behind this time bit. too. I mean, that, it
0: wasn't. It wasn't hey, as like straight up in the back, hey, but it was still like on the side. I like know?
2: Mike like, Evans. I like his fire. I like the way he plays the game. Uh, I, I like almost everything about him. I think he led his team down there because they desperately need him this week while they're playing the Packers. And uh, and, and that was he. he you got to be a little smarter. You just got to be a little smarter there, Mister Evans. And and uh, I'm disappointed in in him. That's what Lattimore's trying to do. He's trying to get under your skin. And, well, and he Lattimore's won. job.
0: You Lattimore's it, job is to take Mike Evans out of the game, and he quite literally did that yeah. this past week. Yeah, with that. And they have a beef that goes – I do think those two guys legitimately do not like each other. Like if they pass each other in the restaurant, they might spit in each other's food or something. Like they legitimately don't like each other. And it kind of dates back to Lattimore is – Lattimore does a very good job against Mike Evans. Some would say he's the Mike Evans stopper. Like he kind of shuts him down. And it's been talked about. And I think Mike Evans is one of those guys who reads a little bit. And he's heard how much Lattimore shuts him down. And then it happens again every time. Yeah. And I just think he, he just doesn't like him. And to me, Lat- that I don't hate Mike Evans defending his guy a little bit, but also that's Mike Evans or that's Latimer winning. That's him winning. winning. That's like, him winning. You're bubbling over because you can't, you can't catch a damn ball on me. That's what it looks like is you're mad because I just took you out of the game yet again, and you're going to come both times that he hit him I'm kind of – they're funny because they're like, he did hit him pretty good, but both times they're not like just clean. It's not like Andre Johnson and Cortland Finnegan, Courtland Finnegan back in the day where Andre Johnson was like, square up with me, straight up, let's fight. This is like <laughs> Mike Evans running from across the field and hitting him in the back. But yeah, I don't know, a little bit – I wouldn't say this to Mike Evans' face because I'd be a little intimidated, but kind of a punk move.
1: A little it's bit. A yeah, shot. A little. It's a cheap yeah. shot. It's a cheap
3: shot. Yeah.
0: Tony, what do you think about either that or just the game in general?
3: Uh, the game, uh, the Bucks' defense is good, and let's just leave it at that. Yes, it is. Uh, they, if they if they figure it when Godwin gets back, very and good. Maybe Evans the best back in the belt. And Russell Gage is a hundred percent. There's, you see, who they signed? No, they're bringing in
0: Cole Beasley, former Cowboy. Uh ah, Cole Beasley.
2: Cole Beasley will be good in that offense with Tom Brady. Yes. I think he actually will. he, he does know. fit it's that mold. Fit. Yeah,
3: that's a Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola kind of player, right Wes there. Wes Welker, that's yeah, eight, yeah, <laughs> eight for eighty
0: <laughs>
3: every game. Uh, eight okay.
1: eight did you see? Score?
0: Did you see the stat? Just like the oh, by the way, I, I think before the game, like on the the Fox's uh, Sunday show, Jay Glazer comes in. He kind of does the same thing as like Adam Schefter for them, where he's just like. Here's kind of I'm going to unload my notes on. Here's what I'm hearing from Ryan Lee, and he just is like, "Oh, by the way," and it looks like I'm hearing that Jameis Winston has four fractured vertebrae. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: he'll play. Like, wait, wait, wait rewind. Four yes. fractured what vertebrae? That seems important.
2: Yeah, yeah, and they say I he can't. Know. He cannot do get further injury, and I'm like, wait, what? What? You can play football and not further injure fractured he can vertebrae. Break them. <laughs> you can fully <laughs> fracture them. I mean, it, maybe it's he like what they guy said in the Game of Thrones: you can't kill what's already dead. You know, yeah, you can't break what's already dead. dead. I mean, <laughs> not.
3: There it is. Oh, there you go. Oh, I um, I
0: don't know if I'm like out on the Saints, but I think I hey, I learned the Bucks' defense is really effing good. Like maybe best in the yeah. league, and they're two and zero, oh and Tom Brady hadn't played good yet, so. Let's see if Tom Brady figures it out. I, I'm not going to say Tom Brady's washed yet because I've seen too many people do that and look like idiots. So I'm going to wait on that one. Even though Tom Brady does look a little funny. Looks like he's losing some weight. Uh, I don't know. There's, I think he scoring. might be on
2: that divorce diet. It's what he might be There's, there's trouble might, in paradise. Yeah, We're not yeah, going to
0: get in his yeah. personal life. It doesn't have like trouble uh, in paradise yeah. out there.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's yeah. having there. Apparently,
0: I saw Jay Gully's are also reported he's taking Wednesday personal they called it something, Personal Veteran Day. I think that's a go-take Giselle Flowers Day is what it is. Every
3: Wednesday. He gets every Wednesday off. Yeah. Good for him.
0: Um, all right. Do we need anything else? Or we want to go make the people some money and give some picks out. Do we? Let's make some money. Let's go. So we talked about at the top. We are going to pick our favorite favorite, and then we will pick our favorite underdog. All these are against – those are against the spread. And then everybody will give just a – Money line dog. It's just it's we're it's bonus money. We're just telling you they're gonna win straight up. We don't you don't need the spread. They're just gonna win. We we see plus signs and we and we get excited. Plus signs turn into dollar signs. So let's go with Tony. Do you already have some of yours? Do you want to go with your favorite? Uh you want to start favorites or dogs? Where do you want to start?
3: We'll start favorites. How about favorites? All right,
1: let's do it. I'm taking the Chiefs.
3: Chiefs over the Colts. Chiefs getting six and a half under a under a touchdown going into Indianapolis. I think it's gonna take a while for Indies back on the off the ropes. I'm I'm going Chiefs. Do you not get a
0: little nervous that at some point the Colts get a get right game or just no?
3: Yeah. They I'm gotta there. get better. But not right? the Chiefs, I don't, I don't think. Um the Chiefs just did not make the spread, so I think they're gonna be, you know, hey, we've we've got to do better. So um they know it was a close game they were in. I, I, I think they, they come out and, and hit it. All right, so pops, where
0: do you – well? You just give us you give us your uh, your favorite favorite.
2: Well, my favorite favorite, I had that one down as well, so I'm going to go with my other one. I mean, I, you're allowed to take the same team. I oh, mean, I know I am. Um, they will even out, but I think I'm going to go ahead and take and and not with, with, withstanding what Tony said earlier, but I'm going to take Philly getting uh, given six and a half at Washington. And I think uh, I'm just not sold on Washington uh, at all. I know Wentz. Uh, what we about the so
0: Carson Wentz revenge game? Yeah, whatever. Um, (laughs) I just just, we saw that
3: Russell Wilson revenge game, didn't we? (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah. I I feel like like
0: uh, the the Eagles' defensive backs are licking their chops with Carson Wentz coming. They're like, he's gonna throw like three to us. We just gotta catch him.
2: So that's my favorite favorite.
0: So two six and a halfs. L.J.'s favorite favorite. Wow, this is interesting. The Broncos fan is gonna take the Raiders as his favorite favorite minus two and a half over the Tennessee Titans. That's who he's taking as his favorite. Favorite. What is uh what is Presti- prestige worldwide guy?
3: Who did he go with? He has his favorite. Favorite is uh, I think it was a good one. He has uh, Buffalo minus five and a half.
0: Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo. What, what, what have we got there? let pull it up. Buffalo minus five and a half against Miami. Yeah, In Miami on in a short Miami. week. I yeah. could be a little nervous, t- but yeah.
3: I think he's taking that hangover effect of Miami having that huge win. Miami having a big win and Buffalo just just rolling maybe. Yeah, Buffalo only played three quarters. That's true. I don't know if I've ever seen a game where both starting quarterbacks are out by the end of the third quarter. That was crazy.
0: All right. You want to know – for my favorite favorite, I absolutely love this game. I think this is a lock Minnesota Vikings. Kirkie gets it right. It's a noon kickoff, so we know he's going to be good. Minus five and a half against Detroit. Everybody likes bet Detroit. Detroit got a win. Big time. Good for them. They did. I think the Vikings get back. I think they win easily by a touchdown. Oh, a good... They could win by 14. I've. Love that game. That's a good one. For my underdog, let's see. What are we going with? Mm. The, mm. I, does anyone else want to go first? I'm not. I, I'm a little torn on my underdog. I don't know. I I, I'd like to, to
1: let well, – I'll to give you
3: Prestige work. Worldwide. How's that? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Prestige Worldwide. Uh, they're underdog. <laughs> they're on the flip side. They're taking Detroit, and they're huh? taking that six points. They're
2: going with well, Detroit.
0: I got, let's see. All right. So he's got Detroit, Detroit prestige worldwide. Pops, what did, What? Did you, did you have yours yet? Or?
2: Yeah, Detroit. That's who I was going to take. Oh. Detroit. I mean, I know Kevin so loves it, but I was going to take Detroit. Literally, right after to cover I get been
0: talking about the game, I just absolutely love yep. the next yeah. two picks are against
1: it. The
3: ombudsman, awesome. the ombudsman is either way ahead or getting caught up too. I'll give you mine, Kev, so you can uh, keep there. Go I, ahead, I Tom. Am, what you got? I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same thing, and I'm taking the commanders. Taking the commanders. I'm okay, so you're Washington you're all in on the revenge for getting a yeah, six and Like yeah. I said, I Philly almost got caught by Detroit. They should have gotten beat by Minnesota. They're coming back into the NFC East. Um, that defense has got something to prove, and I think there's enough trash time uh, scores there for Washington for them to be within seven points of of Philly.
0: Okay, for my underdog, there's, there's, I got two I've circled, and I'm going to roll with the. uh, It's not going to be pretty. We're just going to roll with it, and it's going to happen. No, I'll take them as my money line. This one will be a that'll be the (laughs) for my underdog. I will take I will take the Broncos one and a half. They get it right. I'm going to keep riding the Broncos train. We're fine. Broncos plus one and a half is what I'm seeing on my – What is that? What y'all got him at?
3: Let's see. If that's what I get. Have I got Broncos plus one and a half? Let's see. Yeah, let's yep. see that. that's what I got. Russ knows. Russ knows how to beat the 49ers. Let's just. I think it.
0: Russ knows how to beat the 49ers. There's the Broncos just they rally Russia's- around. I'm, so I'm hoping. I'm hoping when you said the dark side and, and the and the shiny side of the coin. I'm hoping that coin flips on the shiny side and all of a sudden Hackett looks like he knows what he's doing again. Tim in sure Denver. So. I like so in general. I like at Denver early <laughs> in the season. I think the altitude does mess with people early in the year just because you're not like no one's used to it. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to go Denver plus one and a half. So do basically, you, I just kind of need him to
3: win, just kick a kick field goal and win. Do you think the crowd will start uh, counting down the? Uh, Game clock At the very beginning Or do you think They'll wait To the fourth quarter That's
0: another another Not a great sign For Nathaniel Hackett That the crowd At home Was like Counting down for him And it's like We're not doing this To make fun of you We're genuinely Trying to help you Because we don't know If you know How the play clock
1: works
3: The only other time I've heard that Is in a basketball game When they're, they're Counting down The shot clock I've never heard that In a football game At home That was crazy Sorry What's LJ's underdog? LJ's
0: underdog is – oh, I had it up. Here we go. He has, oh, the Dallas Cowboys plus two and a half on Monday night. Is that what the line still shows? No, are Monday? they
2: plus – so they're plus they're two plus and a half? Two and a half. At New York? Uh-huh. Started at three. Okay.
1: That's moving on down, yeah. Interesting.
3: Okay.
0: So yeah, LJ's going Cowboys plus two and a half. All right, now we get to our dogs, the ones we our money line money dogs. Lines. This one, money this one dogs. doesn't hurt us, but we're just telling you they're gonna win. And um this pick that I'm about to take, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna feel pretty when you put it in. You're not gonna love it, <laughs> and you're gonna just kind of have to hold your nose and just wait till the end of the game, and you'll be fine. Patriots, outright, <gasps> they're gonna beat. The Ravens. I got the wow. Patriots beating the Ravens.
1: Going the Lions the plus three.
0: I'm going, Pats. They get it right. I think uh, uh, Belichick kind of cooks a little something up. It's in New England. They need to get right. I don't mm-hmm. like that offense. Probably the over under is only 43 and a half, so it's probably going to be a low scoring game. I right, like the Patriots. Patriots to win that game. Pops, what you got?
2: I've got you know because Mike Evans did that stupid thing and got thrown out. I don't know who Brady's going to throw to, and he's got uh, uh, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers coming to town. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers as my money line dog uh, and the Green Bay Packers to beat the Tampa Bay Bucks. Well, before
0: Tampa we even Bay. get over, well, before we even get over to Uncle Tony, that is LJ is in line with you. He is taking the Packers as his money line dog.
3: Oh man! So
0: he's taking straight up. So tone you, what who you got, and then who does Prestige Worldwide got?
3: Well, I I hesitate, but I, I'm going to stay on the Micah Parsons train, and I, I think Micah Parsons by himself can keep the Giants under ten points scored, and so I'm going, and I think Cooper Rush is, is going to keep that keep that train rolling, and I, I like the Cowboys on Monday night. Hmm. Beating the Giants,
0: Cowboys just a
3: straight up win. Well, straight up know. win, they, straight up. If win. they do
0: that, then there'll just be a game behind the, the Eagles. Well, depending on what the Eagles do, I guess. Yeah,
3: that's right. And with the Eagles. And big bad prestige worldwide says the Houston Texans is going to get their first win against the Chicago Bears. Houston Texans. Okay. okay. I like it. I like it. No. I think um, I think he said his direct quote was because the Bears suck.
0: Because the Bears Well, I believe um, <laughs> Najee or what, what, what was that? I saw some insane stuff. Let me see if I can find it real quick. So, there was something with the Bears that I just think would blow y'all's mind. Here, we're getting it. We're getting it. Oh, never mind. I guess it wasn't that. It was, it was about the Bengals and the, um, I do, I can't tell you that, uh, Justin Fields so far this year, if I told you, um, 16 completions
2: <laughs>
1: for
0: Justin Fields so far through two weeks, would you say over or under?
2: Ah, uh, he's probably under. He had seven this week. Um, <laughs> I was going to say under. <laughs> it's under. He has
0: 15 completions through two weeks. That. Fifteen completions in a game is not very high this day and age. Through
1: two weeks?
3: Attempts. He had 11 attempts this weekend. Is that right? (laughs) They threw the ball 11
2: times. And there was no
3: monsoon. 11 times they threw the football. That is
2: crazy. Seven of 11 for 70 yards. One interception. His completion percentage is pretty damn
3: good. As of uh, Tuesday, do y'all have any
0: interest in knowing – any in- interest in just knowing what are the percentage of public bets are on at, the, at this point in the in the week? I, I sometimes like knowing just where, where the public's at because I think Vegas gets us. But uh, the highest one is, let's see, the, the two highest right now are the Steelers to cover four and a half against the Browns uh-huh. and the Ravens to cover minus three against the Patriots. Those are the two highest.
3: Yeah, mm. like I the and the, bingle, and the Bengals and the
0: Bengals over the Jets four and a half Bengals over the Jets. Those yeah. are all three
1: right over the, the Jets. Is probably where
0: they
3: get well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Always interesting. Did you um, wrapping things up? I had it pulled up and now I lost it. Did you, Tony? I know you said week one you love the unders. Well, the stats back up that the unders have been hitting at unprecedented rates so far to start the
2: year.
1: Yeah, it is at pulling it up now. The under so far is
0: 21-10-1 so far. It's a 67% winning, and, and then it's 6-1 in primetime so far. So in primetime, almost nearly all the games have gone under. So Tony was on last week, and it continued into week uh, two. The unders are just hitting right. at big-time yeah. levels at this point.
3: The numbers are starting to creep up, though. I, I did notice there's a lot more, except I think there's a 38 out there. I can't remember which game it is. There's a 38, maybe Chicago. But well, Vegas um,
0: usually catches up to that. And you, right, usually yeah. right around, everyone starts noticing the trend, you get yeah. screwed by it. So be yep. careful yep. if you're going to go right. buy-in on this That's trend. right. At some point, it's going to get flipped and you're going to get killed. It might not be this week, but just, just be careful for all people out there. All right. Let's wrap up. We've gotten through the NFL. Let's, uh, Pops, do you have any uh, bougie problems? I mean, I know you got to spend Sunday with me, so you shouldn't have any bougie problems on Sunday. No. But uh, did you have any this past week?
2: Oh, I almost hate to get into this, but real quick, I will tell you. So I've had a little bit of, of internet issues at my home. Uh-oh. And so <clears throat> I call them, and, and what it has to deal with is my upload speed. My, <clears throat> You know, you look at your download speed, it's 500 to 800 megabits, and that's great. But my upload speed has been 0.1 uh many times, and that's not good when you're trying to upload things and you're trying to do to work. So I called them and they checked all my stuff. You know how they do. You have to go through all the message boards and input your last four digits of your social security number and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I did all that and they pinged my thing and all. They say, okay, we got to send a technician out. So they send the technician out and they go, look, dude, you got a little problem outside. This was Friday. He comes in my house. The guy's name's Chris. I remember his name. He comes in my house. He goes... You're good, but you got a little problem outside. You're paying for a gig, whatever, you're paying for a gig. You should be getting a gig and your upload speed's messed up. I'll uh, call it in and have somebody come out early next week. So I call in yesterday morning just to confirm somebody's coming out. And what do they want to do? They want to get my they want to ping my thing again. They want me to hook up with an ethernet cable and run a speed test. And I'm like, dude, I've already, can you please just call Chris and see what he said? Of course, I'm calling somebody in India or something. Who knows? Um, but just call Chris. Can you do that? No, we can't do that. And and I have to say, I got so frustrated, I dropped an F-bomb talking oh, no. talking to my <laughs> internet provider. I quickly apologized. I said, there's no excuse for me to use language like that. I'm sorry. I know it's not your fault, but I'm very frustrated. And so nobody's come out to look at the outside yet. It's been working pretty good so far. My upload speed's been around 50 megabytes, bits per second. So things are okay. But I'm just, I hate having to call in and explain the same problem like, again. I've already done it. You've got records of, they see when I dial in, they go, we can see you've called recently. Is this about the same problem? And if so, would you like to talk to a technician? Yeah, same problem. So they have record of all this. Yet, they're still telling me to go through the elementary things and unplug and replug and reset your Wi-Fi and blah, blah, blah. Hey, will not you take my Wi-Fi the, and hey, stick it up you your butt, it? okay? If I didn't need it so bad, I would take this modem that's about that big, big around. Yay and, big. And it's, would it would be injurious to do that to someone, so... So I was irritated, and that was that's my bougie problem. Is that my Wi Fi is not fast enough? That's that is truly a bougie problem, right? That your Wi Fi is not fast enough. So, so it's working. It's just not up to snuff. You know, as you would since like the time since the time it's been working great. So you know, it's kind of like when you take your car to the mechanic, and it it never makes that sound again. So it's since then it's been working great. It was just very. I still think they need to look at the outside, but
3: I. I think that goes to my theory about life. A well-placed F-bomb at the right time fixes everything.
2: You do? You think so? (laughs) Yeah. It's got to be well-placed, though. Yeah. You know. I wonder if I placed right. Can't be overused. There's a sparklight truck pulling up right now out front. What do you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well-placed is what it takes. A
0: well-placed F-bomb. At least it can make you feel a little better.
2: It does. It always makes me feel better (laughs) just to get it out there and say it.
0: But a poorly placed
2: F bomb can get you in a whole lot of trouble. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, it it's
0: happen. a fine line you're playing there.
1: Yeah, um, that's right.
0: Tony, what 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 do you have? Uh, is there anything you're drinking on today?
3: I drank what was uh, <laughs> past tense. We're our podcast drinking, got y'all. along tonight. Um, so this was a homemade uh, concoction. That this is not in any book you can find out there that I'm aware of. I've been testing a little bit of. Uh, some rum drinks. Cause I've been told there's going to be some folks around the house here in about 10 days that might like rum drinks. So I've been trying out my, uh, out my, uh, liquor cabinet, see if I could find a really cool recipe. And I found one, I call this pookie punch. And so the pookie, pookie punch, punch, what is the, the pookie pook- part of the pookie punch? <laughs> I just, I like pookie, you know, I, it's just a great name, okay. uh, pookie punch. And, uh, um, so Pookie Punch is, uh, three ounces of five-year-old rum, uh, one and a half ounces of coconut water, uh, one ounce of lime juice, uh, a half ounce of, um, orgy, orge, orjo, however you want to say that's almond flavors, uh, almost flavor, and, uh, and a couple of dashes of orange bitters. You shake it up, pour it over ice, and, Put a sprig of mint in it. Mm, it's good. <laughs> a sprig of mint. Sprig of mint. It just brings it out. Mm. So that's the pooky punch, and it, it, it it's punch. it's mighty tasty. I gotta say, I really like it. I really like it. Pookie punch, yeah, and you could use the Lacroix coconut water as I've said before. If you want a little bubble in it, put a little Lacroix coconut water in there. Is that one and a half ounce? And I think you got to stir it though. Don't shake it. Stir it up. And, ah, okay, and that okay. could okay. be good. Don't mm-hmm. don't shake the sparkling water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't shake the sparkling water. <laughs> That'll just cause a mess.
1: Yeah, you know it's a,
3: Yeah, it's it's a mess and it flattens on It's it's not. Good. Yeah, I no don't need that. That becomes a bougie problem. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that
0: wraps us up for another week. We will see. Uh, we laid out some beautiful picks. I mean, I, I, the, only, the only problem I think I th- that we saw with the picks was uh, y'all threw a ton of water on my <laughs> Mikey's picks. I'm not sure how it feels. I haven't actually entered it in yet, but I was sure ready to enter that one in and just just laugh all the way at the bank. So I like, we'll see I how my like confidence Vikings feels
3: picks. a little bit. I like the Vikings pick personally, though. But-
0: I might just do it for mom. I might just throw Vikings in there for mom. Um, there you go. All right. That wraps us up for this week. We will be back next week with more JPP Pod and more breakdown from the NFL. Guys, I will holler at y'all later. Peace out. Peace out.
2: One quick question um, Is it just me or does Patrick Mahomes' helmet look like Ned in the first reader on his head? <laughs> Do I mean, you think it's too big? Or? Yeah, I don't know if it's too big. It like sits on the back of his head. It's way looks all high. goofy, It's way high. It's I way mean, high. it looks like Ned and the First Reader. You'd think they'd get him a cooler looking helmet.
0: He always runs like he, he should have went to the bathroom before the game
2: started. Like, he got yeah. that little he head turned and he's, you know, <coughs> running
0: deep. Like, like, in I got to learn this sometimes when I'm like trying to get in my apartment
3: real quick when I know I need to come on. Just, I put just the limits, and that's how he kind of looks. Hey, is that the new? Is that the new helmet though? Is it got the the air holes on the I side? I think has it it, the air holes, but not, not everybody's those,
2: looks like that.
3: No, nah, I don't know because um, uh, on one of the one of the broadcasts, they were putting on the helmets before the game, and the guy put the helmet on before the game. I thought, boy, that looks stupid. But then I thought, hey, that guy looks like Patrick Mahomes' helmet, and it's <laughs> the same helmet. And it, but it sits real high in the back, but it's got those air holes and stuff in front. It's it's their new. It's the new uh, the new
2: helmet. Is the Mahomes the only one wearing the new nerd ass helmet? I mean, no, I, I know, haven't seen there anybody there, else looking that damn. Um
3: Whose helmet was that they were trying on? I can't remember whose it was, but there's several of them.
1: Mm. Um, yeah. Well, Zeke
3: has a weird helmet on. Y'all know the Zeke's helmet. Zeke's got a 2.8 yard per carry helmet on. <laughs> <He's going.
1: laughs>
3: all right, here, guys, I got to go. <laughs> all right, y'all. Bye.
0: I told LJ doesn't know this, and you can probably guess what's happening to LJ. Pops is just doing all kinds of reactions. Emojis are flying all over. Between that and taking a picture, that's, that's his favorite part. All right. Um, all right, go on to the clock, test? On zero.
2: Okay. Three, <laughs> two, on. one, zero. <laughs> Did we feel good? I mean, I know. Those sounded I like, horrible. I think we should do another well, one. They, do see, they sounded horrible. See, now
3: that, now wait a minute. Because every time I think it sounds bad, y'all say, oh no, that was perfect. Because well, there's a change. in Because when I hear it, you hear it. Cause it never sounds like we're on time, and I'm That's always on. That's why I think you're
0: I think you're right, Tony. But I did hear Pop said, "Hold on!" Like in the middle of my three two, and I was like, "I'm just gonna keep going, and we'll redo it if we need to redo it." So it's possible.
2: Well, it's supposed to sound off to us right now, right? And LJ, you know, gets them all right. in sync like a good gear. Because box. you don't
0: actually hear when I clap; you hear a second on after time. I clap. Probably insane for me to y'all. Yeah. So once LJ lines them all up on his Audacity on Adobe. I mean, it should, like, on this
1: project, he it should all... Synchronize or
2: syncopate to... And- right. So we'll do it again. Go We will clap at zero, class.
1: Three,
2: two, one, zero.
0: All right. Pops, I will say you're kind of freezing a little bit. Your audio sounds like you're not... Your video kind of goes like...
2: But I hear you no, the whole let time. Me, let me try getting... I'm going to get on the other Wi-Fi then real quick. Hang on. This is... This is my favorite look for clipper. What's that? I'm back. Did I look like that? Did I look like what Tony looks like right now? <laughs> oh, if I did have I'm you sorry. Did you you your internet guy
0: come in? Maybe that's a bougie body later.
2: Oh, oh lord, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think that's a good one. Yeah. I might have a few things. I dropped an F bomb here. This is my internet provider.
0: Oh good, good. That's a team. We'll let the people that. Um, Alright, let's get let's get rolling, already right? Oh. There it is. Oh. <laughs>